Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Chapter 2, verse 11 says this. Today, somebody say today. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Another translation says that he is the Christ, the Lord. Come on, it's about a child who left heaven, left royalty, who was named Jesus, who would come and save the sinner. Somebody say, that's me. Come on. Someone go like this. That's me. Hallelujah. Come on. He came to save us. Amen. And so John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he sent his only son to die so that we can live. Come on. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome that he came and he paid off a ransom. He paid off our debt. Amen. But it comes through the birth of Christ. Why we celebrate this season that we're in of a, of a boy sent from heaven, come as a man and die for us. This is what Christmas is all about. A child born to us. A son given to us. A government that will rest on his shoulders. He is the Prince of Peace. He is God Almighty and his name is What? What? Come on, let the devil hear that. Sometimes you got to remind yourself the Jesus in you. And because Jesus lives in you, there's power in you. Come on, we can overcome anything through Jesus. Come on. He is the reason, period. Somebody say, period. Hurry it. He is the reason, church, not not just for the season, but period. He is the reason, period, why we are here. Amen. Come on, it's not really about gifts, though I'll take them. Some of you guys don't get that, amen, but you get it on the way home. But the spirit of giving is truly in the air. There's something about this season that we're in that turns, you know, uh, those, 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 those ones that don't like to give to give. Come on, the Scrooges of, of our society turn around during the season. Something happens to people in the season that, that there's a spirit of giving in the air. Can somebody say amen? So during this season, people generally give gifts to those they love, those they appreciate, those that mean something to them in one way or another. But let me ask you a question this morning. What did you get Jesus for his birthday? I know we're out there buying gifts and we're out there doing these things for these special people, but was Jesus even on the list? Come on, somebody say, be real. Come on. Have you ever thought, what can I, somebody say, what can I give to God? I mean, you love him, right? Do you appreciate him? He means something to you, right? So why not give him a gift 
for his birthday. Makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, you may say to yourself right now, what, what, what can I give someone that has everything? Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, what, what, what can I get God? I, I don't even know what size he wears. Does anyone here know what kind of, what size shoes does he wear? Come on, can, can I give God a, a gift card to Walmart? And does he even shop there? <laughs> what can I give God? And today I want to minister on the perfect gift for Jesus. Amen. Why don't you bow your heads there and let's pray. Amen. Carlos, can you pray for this message this morning? Thank you this morning, Lord, that you're here with us. Lord, we just gather today with the spirit of unity to just bring glory to the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have presented us with a perfect gift that has provided our salvation for us, Lord. And today, Lord, we thank you that the spirit of revelation would be made manifest in this place, Lord, that we would all walk out better than when we walked in. We give Jesus the honor, the praise, and the glory this day. We thank you the anointing of the Holy Spirit is resting on Pastor Art to deliver this message, not just to this house, but to those that you are calling in on the internet to hear this message today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Call the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What would be the perfect gift for Jesus? Well, I want you to turn to the book of Romans, chapter 6. Go down to verse 13, and it gives us the answer of what we can give to God. Amen? If you're there, if you're there say, I'm there. Here we go. You shall all be there because it's on the screen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 6, 13 says, Don't let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve for sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead. But now you have a new life, so use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Uh, the, today's English version says this, Give yourselves to God, surrender your whole being to him to be used for the righteous purposes. Jesus is the perfect gift to you and I, and we say I, we are the perfect gift to him. Someone, someone say amen. Come on, just grab a hold of this church. See, Paul uses the term here, instrument of evil. He's using a, a word that refers to a tool, refers to a weapon. Come on, our skills, our, our capabilities, our bodies can serve for many purposes, for the good and for the bad. In sin, every part of our bodies are vulnerable. But in Christ, every part of our body can be an instrument for his service. This is one whom we offer our service, amen, and that's what makes the difference. Come on, you're either going to serve the devil or you're going to serve God. Come on, there, there, there is no in-between. There is, I don't, I just serve myself. I just do whatever I want. No, no, if you, if you don't serve God, guess who you're serving? Come on, that, you can say I'm not, you are. Come on, somebody. 
So when we offer ourselves for service, listen, then we say I, we become a gift that he can use. Somebody say amen. amen. But in offering or giving of oneself, amen, you have to, you're going to have to go through something that a lot of people don't like to do. Wait up, get, get a good Christmas picture. <laughs> Man, they blow me up a lot of this. I want at least a good one, amen. Praise the Lord for Christmas at least. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, buddy. We're going to have to do something, church, that a lot of us don't like to do, and that is to surrender. Come on, somebody. That means to surrender, to put yourself aside, and to put others in front of you. Come on, somebody. How many know that's hard? Come on, you, you, you can be here and you can say, oh, no, I, I got no, 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 you're lying. Come on, surrender is something that no one likes to do. See, no one likes to surrender, amen, but that's what it's when it, when it, that's where it all starts off, amen. If this journey with God is going to reach its potential, amen, and fulfill its destiny as we live out his purposes. That's why Romans 6.13 says, give yourselves completely. Somebody say completely. Completely to God. The today, uh, today's English version says, surrender your whole being to him. See, surrender is not a popular word. It's like the word submission. Come on, somebody. Who likes to submit in this place? Amen. What? Do what? <laughs> come on. Husbands, come on. Tell your wife, submit, and see what kind of face she throws you. Come on. Whoa. Hey, hey. No. Don't go there on Christmas. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. We, we, we don't, we don't like these worlds. Come on. Can we be real today? You see, the word, the word surrender implies to losing. And no one likes to be a loser. Come on, somebody. But when we surrender, like I'm saying, come on, it's, it's like saying, I give up, amen. I, I, you won, I lost, amen. So the word surrender is always used in a negative way. We live in a world that's very competitive. Come on, somebody. Come on, it can be competitive even in the church. Come on, somebody say, be real. Hallelujah. Come on. It, 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 it's, there's, there's something inside of us uh, that we are very competitive uh, and we don't want to lose. Amen. And so we're taught never to give up and never to give in. So we don't hear much about surrendering. But if winning is everything, church, then surrendering is not even thought about. we rather talk about winning, Right? Like tomorrow, Raiders win the Chiefs. Hallelujah. For Christmas Day. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some of you go like this, but this is our city, so root for them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, we, we rather talk about succeeding, overcoming, conquering, rather than yielding, submitting, obeying, or surrendering. But in surrendering in the spiritual implies to humbling oneself. We're reminded during this Christmas season that we celebrate that Jesus, somebody say Jesus, he left heaven and he humbled himself for humanity. He came to save us from our sins, 
Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 and 8 says this, Though he, speaking of Christ, was God, he didn't think equally with God something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges, and he took the humble position of a slave and born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. As we see the sign here, long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared. Then the soul felt his worth. See, it's until Jesus comes into our lives that we really feel that, church. It's to when Jesus comes, amen, that's when the world identifies and they feel, they, they feel the worth of Christ and what he's done on the cross for you and I. It's when Jesus finally appears in your life, in your situation, in your storm, in your battle, in your circumstances, amen, that your eyes open and say, man, God, how powerful he is. You find the worth. Come on, talk to somebody, amen, that's going through a season. Talk to somebody in the verge of suicide. Talk to somebody that's down and out. Talk to somebody that got a bad report. And all of a sudden, Jesus shows up in their lives, amen. And they finally find the worth inside their lives and what he's done on the cross for you and I. But it started with a child that was sent for you and I. Come on, we felt the worth, church, when Jesus became real in us. And it causes us to humble ourselves, listen, and offer ourselves to him for all that he's done. That's why we're here, church. We're not here to impress anyone. We're not here just to show up. You're here for Jesus. Somebody may have invited you but Christ brought you here. Somebody might have invited you, but he handed the person, the invite to you. You were on Jesus' heart and just used the person to invite you to come, to remind you of his love. And so when we feel that in our, our lives, church, and we come into an assembly and we, find, we feel the presence of God in this place, I mean, it causes us to humble ourselves and offer ourselves to him. But by giving ourselves in men, then we become the perfect gift for God. Perfect gift for Jesus. A fully surrendered life, listen, that Jesus can use. It's the perfect response, listen, to a perfect gift that was given to you and I. Because of God's amazing love for you. Somebody say me. He loved you that much, church. You're special. You're thought about. You are always in his mind. You're always in his thoughts, church. The problem with us, we got free will and we do dumb things and make bad choices. Come on, somebody say amen. But yet Jesus is there for us. Can somebody say yes? See, we offer ourselves to him not out of fear, not out of duty, but in love. Because he first loved us. I'm not here because I have to. I'm not here because I'm the pastor of this house. 
the shepherd of this house. I'm not here. I'm here because of Jesus, and I love Jesus, and I thank him for what he's done in my life, and I want to share Jesus to somebody. As Pastor Vic would say, are you sharing Jesus to someone? Are you giving someone this gift that was given to us, that brought life, amen, and this gift can give life to somebody out there that's going through a season that they need to hear Jesus. Come on, you, you should make impact wherever you go. Something should be different inside of you. They should feel something when you walk into the room. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, some, something something has to happen when you walk in because you carry this gift that's inside of you, which is Jesus, amen. You can't describe it, but something happens when you carry the power of God and you walk as that, 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 that chosen vessel. You walk as an ambassador, that representative of Christ. Things happen in rooms. Come on, you have something of a gift that the world needs to hear. Come on, they need to feel and feel that worth of who he is. But the world out there says, I'm worthless. But you got to tell them they are worth for. Jesus died for them just like he died for us. Something has to happen, church. When I walk in the room, people stop cussing. It's the truth, amen. And if someone cusses, someone beeps them. As you know, in my job, that's what they do, amen. They beep. You can't cuss in front of pastor. What's wrong with you? Oh, I'm sorry. Dispensa. <laughs> that's not respect towards me. That's respect towards God in me. See, that's the power that we have, church. You can make impact. You are somebody. You are chosen. Amen. This perfect gift came to you, and God wants to use you, and you can be a perfect gift to him that he can use if you offer yourself. Somebody say, use me. 1 John 4, 19 says, we love. I love. You love because he first loved us. You couldn't love without his love. The love will be one-sided. You'll love only certain people. You only love your friends and your family. You won't love your neighbor or your enemy. Well, if your neighbor brings you goodies, maybe you love them. <laughs> Someone buys you something, you love them. Someone gives you something, you love them, but... but Come on, about the one that curses at you where you love them? Hmm. Yeah, you say, yeah, yeah, but I, if we can follow you in a camera, you'll blow it, amen. <laughs> well, I'm missing that, brother. <laughs> but when we surrender to God, surrendering to God is also a heart of worship. In the book of Romans, you read about God's incredible grace towards you and I. So Paul urges us to fully surrender our lives to him in worship. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says this, So then, my friends, because of God's great mercy to us, offer, somebody say offer, offer yourself as a living sacrifice to God, dedicate to his service and pleasing to him. This is the true worship that you should offer. 
The New Living Translation says this, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he's done for you. Say me. Oh, come on, say me. You got to say me like you want, you, you know it's you. Come on, I, I know me, God, you, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to offer my body because all that you've done for me, you've you done a lot for me. Come on, my wife was just sharing some testimony of some things that God has done for her and God has always listened to her and God has always blessed her because that's her daughter. That's his daughter, amen. Come on, you understand God has done a lot for me. Somebody go, it's me. Here in the in Romans, we see offer yourself. When a, when sacrificing an animal according to God's law, the priest would kill the animal, cut it into pieces, and place it at the altar. Sacrifice was important. But even in the Old Testament, God made it clear that obedience from the heart was much more important. God wants us to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, laying Laying our, our, ourselves aside, our own desires, our, our everything to follow him. Putting all our energies and trusting him to guide us. There are times where we're going to have to trust Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Come on, there are times where the blueprint is not all laid out for us. Come on, somebody say amen. God just says go and say, where are we going? Hallelujah. Okay, go, we go. You know, we, we, we don't, we, you know, we, we, we kind of join in, but we're kind of, as we're going, like, okay, where are we going? You know, come on. He doesn't give you the full blueprint. All he's looking is for a heart of obedience that says, God, come on. God says, go, let's go. Let's do it. Come on. Whatever the plan is, God's going to make it happen. All it takes is obedience. All it takes is someone who willingly says, send me, I'll go. God, I'll do it. God, what do you want me to do? Come on. We got to offer ourselves. Say, God, I want to be used by you. Uh, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to say? Amen. Uh, come on. All these needs is a mouth. Amen. And we all have mouths here. Amen. And I know you guys can talk. Amen. Uh, all you got to do is open your mouth. Say, Holy Spirit, use me. Hallelujah. And they will just take over. Sometimes you say, I don't know what the words to give. I don't know what the words to say. Just open your mouth. Also, man, you just, man, God just starts throwing some things and you're like, whoa, that was me? Oh, yeah, shataraba. Come on, somebody. Yeah, that's, it's, it, it, you, you just, man, the Holy Spirit will blow your mind. I mean, he starts dropping inside. He starts doing things like, man, where did that come from? And also, you start speaking it and then it starts confirming it to the person you're speaking and you know it's not you. You're like, oh, God, you good. <laughs> You're, you're handling it like you, you, you know what you're doing. You're like, but you're inside you're excited. Like, wow, I just want to shout right now. Amen. Man, it makes me want to slap somebody sometimes. It's just something about God inside of us. And when you offer yourself as a gift, he will use you. Come on. It says desire the gifts. You want, to, you want to be used in the healing ministry? Desire the gift. Come on, you want to interpret a tongue? Desire the gift. Desire, God, I want to edify your body. I want to, I want to build people up. God, can you use me? Offer yourself. 
See, he can't use you if you don't. I can't, if you're talking, I can't do nothing. I'll never do nothing. Yeah, you never will. (laughs) It's already sold out in your mind. But when you can step out in faith, just like Peter stepped out of that boat, if that's you, God, call me. Is that you telling me to do something? Call me. You'll always say, come. And you just step out and you start doing things. Peter, Peter probably just was through obedience and everything, love. He was walking, but as soon as he's like, oh, what the heck am I doing? That's when we start sinking because now we're leaning on our own understanding instead of keeping our eyes on him. Can somebody say amen? Come on, offer yourself and see what God does, church. God wants, to off, wants us to offer ourselves of living sacrifice, laying down everything aside, church, trusting him. True worship is the perfect gift that you can give God, a gift that will bring him pleasure. And this only happens when you give of yourself, offering and surrendering yourself completely. Somebody say completely. Come on, this is not the same part-time. Our walk, our serving God is not part-time. Come on, it cannot be just a Sunday thing, a Wednesday thing. It has to be an everyday thing, church. You got to wake up tomorrow morning as a Christian. You got to wake up Tuesday morning when you go back to work, say, I'm still saved. I'm still offering myself to God, amen. I'm still serving him. This is it, church. You gave up your rights for everything. Consider the cost. But when you do and you just trust God, he does the impossible in you. The gift that he gave us of life, the perfect gift that I talked about in the first, uh, the first uh, series of uh, first part of the series, amen, uh, he gives life. You start living when you have Jesus inside of you. Come on, eh, come on, life, a party begins when Jesus is inside you because he brings life. Because we came dead. We were lost and bound. We, we were confused. We didn't know if we were going to get out of this or not. But life came into us. Life came into us and something happened on the inside that started to show on the outside. Come on, you start dressing better. You start looking better. You start taking care of your hair better. Hallelujah. Before you didn't carry, man, you just got up in the morning, okay, another day. No, now you comb it for Jesus, hallelujah. Come on, now you take a shower for Jesus. Come on, somebody. You look at so, oh, that person's saved. Why? He's clean. <laughs> Come on, true worship is a perfect gift that you can give to God. But you got to offer yourself. It starts with you. Somebody say it starts with me. Ushers, you can kind of let Pastor Dez know that in a little while, the kids, if they can be ready for the kids to come, they're going to bless us with a song. Ooh, all the mamas going to bring out your phones out. <laughs> Listen, church, I'm not preaching very long because I'm hungry. <laughs> Somebody say, so am I. <laughs> I heard it over here. <laughs> Listen, if we truly believe, you got any believers in the house? 
Come on, any believers in the house? Any believers online? Come on, somebody say yes online, amen. Come on, if we have any believers who are truly believers, amen, then we, if we truly believe that Jesus, someone say Jesus, come on, if Jesus is the perfect gift that gives us eternal life, amen, if we truly believe that Jesus, say Jesus, come on, is the perfect love that casts away all fear, amen, if we truly believe that Jesus, somebody say Jesus, come on, is the perfect promise and we no longer need to be afraid, amen, if we truly believe that Jesus, say Jesus, Come on, left heaven, born of a virgin during this season and came to save us from, from sin, church. Then the perfect response from you and I is that we offer him to be the perfect gift to him to be used by him. Come on, somebody. That is the, the natural response, amen, that should come, amen, out of us. God, I believe. Somebody say, I believe. Come on, I believe the story. I believe the season we're in. I believe of the shepherd boys that seen these angels, amen. I believe, amen, the star that led them to the where baby Christ was, amen. I believe, amen, of the three wise men that presented the gifts. I believe, amen, that he grew up, amen, and he suffered a brutal death, amen, and he laid his life on that cross. I believe, amen, that the blood that he set, that, that, that was ransom on the cross, redeemed me and paid off my debt amen I believe if you believe stand up come on if you believe come on you can't do you either believe or not I believe I believe and we stand for those that don't because deep down they believe. The Bible says that every tongue, every tongue will confess. Every, one, every knee will bow that Jesus is Lord. That's fact, church. That's fact. You can take it to the bank. It's fact. Everyone will bow their knees. Everyone will confess that Jesus is Lord. Even the devil himself. He already knows. He's just trying to take as many people with him that don't believe. Listen, if God has done something for you and you believe in this perfect gift of life, if you believe that the perfect love came into our lives and it removes and casts away all fear from us, if you believe in the promise, the perfect promise, that we no longer have to be afraid or live in the dark anymore, and we believe that, man, we can, he is the perfect gift. And my perfect gift to him is not a Walmart card. It's not just coming and showing up to church, but offering yourselves as a perfect gift to God. A gift that he can use to win this world. That he can use to tell the story of a son that left heaven for us. A son that was given to us, who is the Prince of Peace, God Almighty, walked among us, knows our pain, knows our suffering, knows everything. He's felt that. That he came for the confused, 
He came for those who were bound, those who were lost, to come set them free. It started with a child. For God so loved the world. The world is you, church. It's you. It's you, it's you, it's you, it's it's you. He died for your infirmity. He died for your struggle. He died for the pain, the suffering that you would go through. He died for you. He died for that addiction. He died for that struggle. He died for that bondage that you think you can't break. But Jesus says, I'm the chain breaker. He comes with a promise. And he speaks to us with those promises through this perfect gift, this perfect child that came for you and I. You read the the Bible, you read the Word. What we need is Word, church. We die because of lack of it. We need the Word in our lives. We need the Word to be active in our homes. We need the Word to be inside of us. We need that relationship, not a religion. We we need the word. And when you have the word inside of you, then it comes and it brings order. The word comes to bring understanding. The word comes to bring strength. It comes to bring life. When we're going through a season, amen, and we don't know what to do, get in the word. He is the word. And the word became alive. When it becomes alive inside of you and you believe and you say, I'm a believer. But when you truly believe, that's when it grows. Because any of us can say, I believe. We believe. The world believes. The devil believes. But it's not alive inside of him. But when you believe in the word and that he came to bring life, and life more abundantly then something starts to change inside your spirit he starts to heal homes and marriages and finances some miracle just starts to get put into place he's the God of the abundance he's the God that provides he says my grace will supply all your needs financial spiritual mental relational God fixes everything, church, if you believe. The enemy's out there to take away that belief. The enemy's out there to whisper his lie. That's why the Bible said he prowls around like a roaring lion trying to deceive you. Not to believe anymore. And it can't happen for you. Can't change your life. You cannot have heaven. The devil lies to people and says, you know what? God can't save you. And God can save anyone. Listen, who believes? It's all it takes, church. And so right now, this moment, I'm going to have the kids come and bless us, but I'm just going to just close it up right here with this before they do come. Let's offer ourselves. 
perfect gift that came for us, the perfect gift that you can give Jesus this season is you. Offer yourself completely, surrender yourself completely to him. When you do that, he is the perfect, you become the perfect gift to him. A fully surrendered life that can be used by God. So with heads bowed, eyes closed just for a moment. I want you to pray either for yourself, if you're not saved. Christians start to pray for those who are not saved in this place.